Well, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Pastor Dan. If you've been following faithfully, you know that I have missed a few days. I got sick. I had a uh, oral surgery. I've been in that issue for some years, and they had to do a, another bone graft on a tooth, and I had to have general anesthetic a week and a half ago. And there's been no real pain tied to the incision and where the stitches are, but I felt terrible for a week. Just couldn't hardly do anything. I had to preach Friday night, preach that Sabbath morning, and then was in bed or out of it the rest of the time. So this last Thursday just began to sort of rise out of the fog and uh, did preach our new TV show in LLBN. I hope you'll find that sometime. It's called LLBN Worship, 6 o'clock on Friday nights, live, and then it's on Sabbath afternoon at 1.30 and other times. So I'm sorry, we'll figure out a way to play reruns or we'll figure out some way to handle this in the future, but I just could not do anymore. And so today uh, I'm on the road, we're in a hotel up in Ripon, California, on our way to Ukiah. Our nephew has graduated from Loma Linda Medical School and settling in as a resident in family practice in Ukiah, so I'm here and feel better and want to want to send this out. Most of the time when we set this up, it was a purpose was to break up the sermon that ever I had just preached when I was the pastor. And uh, for those who wanted to hear it again or didn't have a chance to hear it, they would get eight minutes of it every day and over four or five days would get the sermon. Well, obviously, I'm not a pastor in a local church, though I preach just about every Sabbath, sometimes two or three times every weekend. So I just take sermons that uh, are relatively relevant, we hope, and fine-tune them, and then I do a fourth or a fifth of them every day. In light of what's been going on in our country today, I hadn't planned to do much in the way of just talking, so I'm going to get to a sermon here. But obviously, we have to speak to the world on the times where we are. And even though I was uh, pretty much sick in bed, I could watch the news and read the news on my phone and watch uh, what has gone on with the protests and, of course, the terrible tragedy in Minnesota with George Floyd. And the whole issue puts the word justice into a conversation. What does it mean to be just and to do justice? When uh, people say, we, this is a time we need to get active, we need to do something, we need to take a stand, what? And uh, there are people that are putting forward concrete proposals. We had an L.A. Times editorial this week. The Congressional Black Caucus and some senators are putting forward proposals, so I'm sure these will all be debated. People want to do something, they go to a protest, and then something happens that that protest gets taken over, and some things happen with a few people that should never happen. So, difficult time. So I just want to explore the word justice and the concept of justice a little bit. This is not going to be an academic thing. This is from a sermon that I wrote uh, 25 years ago. In the middle of the women's ordination debate, it wasn't a women's ordination sermon, but because the issue of justice was so loud in that time, I was the brand new pastor of last year. I've been there about a year. Knew that I would someday be in the debate because last year in Southeastern California Conference had been in the debate, but had no idea that I would end up part of ground zero that I would end up being part of the so-called resistance and do a social justice, social activism act that was not uh, approved by the World Church. I'm an Adventist. I, I grew up, I'm a hundred-year Adventist family, fifth generation, and that's who I am. 
even though I've had this my disagreements, of course, with church leadership or church stands, whatever. I'm an Adventist, and I've gone around the world winning people to the church. So to end up in a position of saying, uh, we don't agree with that, and taking a stand, that's not easy. What does it mean? Justice. Justice. So let's see how relevant this is to take a sermon from 25 years ago and process that in light of, of today. Every once in a while, I'll preach a sermon where someone uh, says, boy, that took a lot of courage to preach that one. You were sure brave today, Pastor Dan. <laughs> and I'm always afraid, uh, what do you mean? Was I too brave? Was I brave good or brave foolish? And so here we are. I was overseas during the civil rights movement because we were missionaries. So I really missed all of the Martin Luther King years in the early, early 60s. I, and I was young anyway. But in seeing and reading about it now, I've wondered what I have marched with them. If I had been a Christian living in the South and saw what they were doing on TV, would my Christianity have been stronger and I would have stood up and marched with them? Or would my culture have been stronger to say, uh, stick to your people? And uh, would I have been willing to take my stand and risk the water hoses and the dogs and the jail and the Ku Klux Klan and all of that? How do you know when to march and when not to march? Back when the time when the country of Colombia was uh, in terrible trouble with the drug cartels, when every judge was had a contract on them and would be killed, would I have been willing to be a judge, take a stand, and put my boys and my wife on, at risk, or would I flee the country, just resign and get out? It's not worth that. If, it, if I had been a pastor in Germany before World War II, would I have spoken out? Would I have challenged Nazism and uh, what was happening to our country? Would I have hid Jews if I was in Holland like Anne Frank? Would I have been one who hid people or helped them get out of the country? Would I have been part of the opposition? Would I have been in Tiananmen Square standing in front of those tanks or Red Square? Or the square in Romania holding a tech handle against Ceausescu? Would I have been part of the 600,000 in Manila who stood against Marcos that day? If I'd been a general conference president in the 50s when blacks couldn't eat in the review, you couldn't go see doctors during regular hours, would I have, would I have stood to stop that? When Mary Kay Silver sued the Pacific Press and the church for equal pay and bringing up all the women around the world up for equal pay, but how can you pay for all that, even though it's the right thing to do? Which side would I have been on for justice? You hear about these Greenpeace rafts that go out and, you know, try to find a way to stop having atomic tests. What are you willing to die for? Martin Luther King asked. If you're not willing to die for something, then you're already dead. They just haven't announced your death yet, but you're already dead. What are we willing to die for to do justice? Well, we'll explore it more over the next few days. How do we balance justice and unity? People say, well, we need to you know, stay unified in the church and all move together. But obviously, if we had been only focused on unity, there never would have been a reformation or an American revolution. There never would have been an Adventist church breaking away from the other churches. So those are tough, tough decisions. Anyway, this is God Talk, and we're wrestling with the issue of justice this week. And I hope that you'll just join with us as we think, what does it mean to be a person standing for justice? God bless, have a great day, and may you stand for justice today, wherever you are.